Welcome to the Eat Right Nutrition Podcast, where we partner with experts in the health, wellness, and nutrition field to deliver you an excellent variety of content based on real science, real facts, and real food. I'm your host, Daron. And I'm Nicole. And today, we're talking aligning your actions with your goals. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode number 126 of the Eat Right Nutrition podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about aligning your actions with your goals. I think that I have had some experiences over the last few weeks that Nicole and I have talked about, and I know that we definitely have shared experiences. And anybody who has been a nutrition or fitness coach can probably relate to this, where you find that somebody comes to you and they have a goal and they have this big picture vision in their head, but the actions that they're taking aren't quite aligning with what that big picture looks like. Now, that can come from a few different standpoints. Maybe they just really don't know and they need guidance to move them in the right direction. Or sometimes what I find, Nicole, is that individuals have this mental block that is preventing them from actually doing what they know they need to do in order to get where they want to go. And in order to talk about this, I want to paint kind of a picture for you. And maybe if you're listening to this, you can relate to this. And this is something that you are potentially going through. You have a goal of achieving a certain physique. Maybe it's somebody you saw on the cover of a magazine way back when, way back when. Way, way back. (laughs) Covers of magazines, depending on how old you are listening to this (laughs) podcast. Or maybe it's somebody that you see on Instagram and you really want to achieve that physique. And I'm going to talk about that physique on Instagram in a moment and what that person is showing on Instagram versus what reality actually is, because I think that's an important thing to touch up on. And I know we've talked about this before and we'll get into it again, but you want to achieve this goal. And this person is very lean, but this person is also very muscular. So you decide to go along your journey and you say, okay, well, I need to go into a calorie deficit and I need to lose some body fat so that I can achieve this physique. The problem though, is you don't have enough muscle yet. And so what you end up doing is you go into a calorie deficit, you lose some body fat, you look however it is that you look, and then you come out of that calorie deficit, then you go back to what you looked like before. And then you go back into a calorie deficit and you're constantly playing this game and this cycle of restrict, eat again, go back to where I was before, and you never really end up going anywhere. And your goal is long-term health, muscularity, and to stay to be lean and stay lean. Now, the problem with this picture, Nicole, is that you have to realize what it takes to actually achieve that and sustain that, right? If we're talking health and physique, we're talking about creating a metabolic environment, right? We often talk about metabolic adaptations in the sense of, hey, when you go into a calorie deficit, you're going to create some metabolic adaptations from a hormonal standpoint, thyroid's going to regulate. We're going to, uh, your leptin is going to change your hunger and satiety cues. Like all of those things are going to change in the short term. 
But oftentimes people don't think about the long term and the metabolic changes that they have to create in the long run. So for example, if you're somebody that diets and loses weight at let's I'm going to just throw out like 14 1500 calories is your calorie deficit. Mm-hmm. Well, what would that picture look like if you were to be able to diet and 2000 calories was your calorie deficit? And this is something Nicole from a long-term standpoint that you and I constantly have this conversation with clients in that well, your long-term strategy should have some built-in time for you to build a significant amount of muscle. And mm-hmm. I think sometimes it's that people are in a rush and I also think it's the vision that they see on social media. Yeah. The rush part is I want this physique within the next 6 months. However, your goal is really 5 years away. So yeah. sometimes it's about sacrificing what you want now for what you want ultimately and what that ultimate goal looks like for you. Yeah. Absolutely. That tends to be a lot of my female clients what the, the person you're describing, but I do have male clients in my caseload that uh, do the same that in terms of just rushing the process. But I like the way you talk about um 14-1500 calories. If you can get up to 2000 calories and be metabolically flexible enough to then have that be your starting point to diet down from there, that's what we're working we have to work our way up to that and I think that missed that middle piece from going from 1500 to 2000 and working up the scale or up the calorie scale I'll say to be able to diet down that's the part that takes the longest cuz you can't just add calories on without a plan that middle piece is the part that people tend I think people tend to get stuck on mentally because they don't they didn't think in terms of aligning with their goal they didn't think that was something they were going to have to do in order to get there they just thought oh, I'll eat 1500 okay now I'll just go down to 1000 and I can diet down to that 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 physique that I in my mind I want I can just do it that way and that doesn't that really doesn't work because we all know that that isn't really a good long-term plan because once you the further down you go in calories the less places you have to go eventually you're going to have to go back up um, well also the further down you go in calories the more muscle you're going to end you up lose. losing yeah so we want to look at okay well I I kind of want to say I want to say this the I think part of the reason why people look at it in that way is this is this is the Instagram piece right so you see yeah. somebody on Instagram that is in ridiculous shape and you look you scroll through their Instagram they're always in ridiculous shape and they're not realizing that what happens is these individuals and and this is this goes into this is going to tie into what your long-term goal should actually look like because I I guess I'll I'll lead with this your long-term goal should be you you have to be okay with taking some time to be in a small calorie surplus to build muscle and along with that is going to become is is going to come body fat. And if you don't think that that is what these Instagram influencers are doing, then you're kidding yourself because essentially what they're doing is they'll be in in shape, they'll take a ton of pictures while they're in shape in a bunch of different outfits, in a bunch of different settings, and then throughout the year they'll offload those pictures as they're in their off season. and they're working on building muscle and putting on body fat. You have to realize that they don't live. Yeah, they don't show that part. So they don't and they don't live there. And yeah. what's happening is you're trying to be in a place where you live there and that's completely unrealistic. So if you want to achieve that physique, you're talking about your long-term goal, not I you're not chasing a weight, 
not chasing mm-hmm. a, a percentage of body fat. You're chasing a certain amount of muscularity. And now the metabolic adaptations that I was talking about before are for every one pound of muscle that you put on, you burn an extra six calories a day. Now, that doesn't seem like a lot. However, if you put on over the course of three years, let's say, Nicole, you have a female Mm -hmm. who's putting on 20 pounds of muscle Mm -hmm. in a span of three to four years, Mm -hmm. I think would be a somewhat realistic time frame, you think? Yeah. Okay. So over the course of between three and four years, you're a woman that's putting on 20 pounds of muscle and you put on a little bit of body fat along with that. Sure. Now you're talking about 120 calories extra of expenditure per day. And that is where you take yourself from, I'm eating 1500 calories in a deficit to I'm potentially eating 1700 calories in a deficit, right? You get different changes in, you know, you do cardio over years and years and years, you increase the number of mitochondria that you have, right? We could we say call that increasing mitochondrial density, and you end up being more efficient at using and expending energy. And that's a place when we talk about from a a health standpoint, we're talking metabolic health. You want to be metabolically efficient. Mm -hmm. Also keep in mind the increases in testosterone from training day in and day out, getting adequate sleep day in, day out, managing your stress day in, day out, right? Your hormones are more regulated and therefore you're also being, you're able to expend more energy from that, that standpoint. So if you're that person that is coming to me and you're saying, hey, you know what, Daron, I'm really tired of playing this game. I just keep losing weight and then I gain it back and then I lose weight and I can't seem to stay at this weight that I want. And first and yeah. foremost, a weight is not something that you want to achieve because what you actually want is a physique and yes. a, achieving a physique and achieving a weight is there, those are two different things, right? I get, I gave the example one day on Instagram. I remember I did that reel where I talked about I was chasing a weight on the other end and I was trying to gain weight, gain weight, gain weight, gain weight just to be heavier. But I was putting at some point I was I became insulin resistant and I was just putting on body fat. Yeah. And that wasn't conducive to my goal because my goal was to gain weight, but to gain it in muscle. Right. So if your goal is to lose weight, but you're losing muscle, you're still not achieving the goal. And the reason why you're losing muscle is because you're training, 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 and you have this train hard and like exercise more and eat less mentality. But a lot of times that's not the case. So my point is this, you have to be okay with spending time, a significant amount of time. I'm talking at least a year in a surplus and gradually increasing your calories over the course of that year. And then maybe at the end of that year, you do a mini cut. Maybe you do a four to eight week mini cut to scale back, make sure that you're managing your body fat and then you increase your calories back up again. You build some more muscle. Maybe you'll do a full cut sometime in in that, Mm -hmm. in the, in the future there. Right. But you're not going to be able to achieve and sustain the goals that you want and the physique that you want. And that vision that you saw on that cover of the magazine, again, depending on how old you are (laughs) or on Instagram, if you're not willing to actually do what it takes. And that is what it means to align your actions with your goals because the action of this short-term temporary shit, that's mm-hmm. not actually aligning with what your goals are and what your long-term vision is. Yeah, exactly. 
And it takes patience to get through that for sure. It's like we talk about time, consistency, and patience, Yeah, right? We did a yeah. whole episode on that and the importance mm-hmm. and the value that you get from time, consistency, and patience. These things take a very, very long time. But the, the cliche, like Rome wasn't built in a day. Yeah. A great physique was not built in a day. Your health is not built over a day, a week. Your health is built over a lifetime mm-hmm. and it's sustained over a long period of time too. You can't just say, okay, well, I've achieved this. I've achieved health. Now I'm just going to walk it back. You have to sustain that and you have to maintain those habits and that progress for a long period of time. Yeah, I think that's the biggest piece is um, once people do get there or even get to like a halfway point, they're like, I I did it. Wonderful. Now I can just forget about all the things that I've been doing to get there. I'm like, no, no, no. I say it all the time. This is from now on. So, Nicole, that brings me to the other thing that I wanted to talk about is I want to talk about what it takes to to be the person that Mm -hmm. you envision. And Mm -hmm. I think it's very important to not only envision a physique, but it's important to envision what the person that has that physique, what they do on a day to day basis, how they live, how they live. Right. What are their daily habits? What time do they wake up in the morning? Yeah. What's their mindset? That's a big, powerful one, too. Like, how do they think about it? They don't think about it like this is what I'm going to do for the next six months. The person that is living that way thinks this is how I live. This is who I am. This is what this I is do. This is my lifestyle. Yeah. Right. And they also one of the things that I talk about is how do they think about themselves? How do they talk about themselves? What is their mm-hmm. self dialogue like? You have to mold into the person that has the self-dialogue with yourself of Mm -hmm. these are the things that I'm going to do. This is how I feel about myself. I'm positive with myself. I can do it, not I can't do it, or maybe I'll do it. Right. I I constantly have conversations with people about how you say something is going to determine whether or not you're going to do it. So if you say I can't do that, then of course you can't do that. If you say maybe I can do that, you probably still can't do that. Mm -hmm. If you say... I'm going to try to do that. You have to take it to the next level. You have to be able to say to yourself, I'm going to do that. And then you have to keep that promise and that commitment to yourself. Yeah. And that person that you want to become, who do they hang out with? What is their social circle like? The people that are most successful, and this is shown in research too, is that the people that are most successful in their weight loss journey are people that understand that they have to identify as a different person. Mm -hmm. They have to be literally become a different person. And that is where, Nicole, you and I have spoken a lot about how fitness and nutrition is not separate from your life and it's interwoven into your life because you have to change many aspects of your life and of yourself in order to achieve what you want with your fitness, your health, your nutrition, and your wellness. So mm-hmm. once you start meshing those things together, you see areas of opportunity in your life where you can make some changes. And one of those changes is oftentimes, who am I associating with? Who are my friends? Are my friends the people that are going out drinking every weekend? Because if that's the case, then I'm just going to be surrounded with people that are just going to constantly tell me, oh, come on, you're being a bummer. Just come out, just have a few drinks. It's not a big deal. But yeah. guess what? In the grand scheme of things, it's a huge deal. Yeah. yeah. It's absolutely a big deal that you're going, oh, because it becomes, it's not just one day. 
yeah. it's not just one night, right? And that bleeds into your recovery and yeah. then your training for the next few days, especially as you get older. Nicole, I've realized that. <laughs> yes. You know, do tell. From 28 on, <laughs> I was like, man, I'm getting hung over and it takes me three days to recover from a night of drinking. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, oh, I have a, I have one drink and my knees hurt. Like, it's just <laughs> I'm serious. But that's how that's how I feel. That's how it is. So I, I really think that it's important to drive this home that if you want to achieve something, you have to think about who you have to be and who you how you have to show up each and every mm-hmm. day. And you also have to think about what's the long term plan and what do I need to do and how do I need to execute this? So I think it would be wise, Nicole, to kind of break this down like if you were looking at your goal and it, just like we do with programming, yeah, right. we say, so in programming, if you guys aren't familiar with how a trainer writes a program, you go in different phases, right? So you look big picture first and you say, okay, well, this is the macro cycle, right? Mm-hmm. The macro cycle is 12 months. And we're going to say, what phases do we want to put you in within that 12 month period? So mm-hmm. what that'll look like is endurance, strength, hypertrophy, some kind of variation of that over the course of the big picture, which is 12 months. And then you look at it and you break it down into the mesocycles, Mm -hmm. which mesocycles are shorter periods of time. What does a three-month program look like for that person, right? And then we look at microcycles where we say, well, what does a week-to-week in that program look like Mm -hmm. for that individual? What is a month-long program? So typically I program for people in four to six week blocks, Mm -hmm. depending on the person, depending on how seasoned they are. Are you new to exercise? How how frequently do you need your program changed? But I'm also looking at the big picture, right? So it's broken down from big to small, I guess, Nicole, I kind of say it that way. So what you have to, what you have to realize is in this journey, you're really going to have to look even further than that macro cycle of that one year. You're going to have to look past and say, okay, well, What does it look like in five years and what am I going to have to do to get there? Well, I'm going to spend my first year building muscle. Or if you have a significant amount of body fat, I could make a case and argue for, okay, you'll spend the first three months or maybe the first six months, depending on how seasoned you are and how quickly you get the ball rolling. Yeah, losing. I'll spend the first three to six months losing body fat. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to spend a year building muscle. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to spend another three to six months losing body fat. And then I'm going to spend another year building muscle. And in five years, your goal is going to look a lot clearer and you're going to start to see your body shape and form and do the things that you want to do. And now, mind you, what you want to do throughout the process is also don't just use the scale isn't going to be enough if these are your goals. You can't just look at the scale and say, well, the scale's going up and I'm freaking out and the scale's going down, but it's not going down you know, you, you have to look at, you have to look at the scale. If you have a means of measuring body fat, then measure your body fat. Mm-hmm. You'll want to take progress pictures. Yeah. Look in the mirror, people. Look in the mirror. How do my clothes, <laughs> how do my yeah. clothes fit? Maybe get a measuring tape. Measurements. Yep. If you've ever experienced a fat loss journey where you haven't taken any progress pictures and you'll notice that maybe a relative, a distant relative that you haven't seen in a while, they'll, uh, you'll pick them up at the airport and they'll be like, Oh my God, you lost so much weight. And you're like, really? Right. It's a shock to you. Yeah. Yeah. And that to me is why it's important to take progress pictures because you're able to see month over month take them weekly, 
but then compare you kind of photoshop them together or use one of those uh the stitch apps right yeah. where you where you put them side by side and then you can actually see oh wow well look i put some muscle in my shoulders i put some muscle in my arms i my legs I, I are more muscular. My glutes are more muscular. Yeah. Here's an area of opportunity where I want to work on even more. And yeah. then you collaborate with your coach and your coach says, okay, cool. We want to work more glutes. We're just going to increase the frequency in which you train your glutes. Right. Mm -hmm. So be able to like, and this is the problem with, I think a lot of people, Nicole, is that they just look at the scale and that's the only value. That's the only number that they're looking at. And that's where you really get in trouble because that's not really a good way by itself yeah. to to measure your progress. Yeah, it becomes a constant disappointment, I believe. You know, if you're only focusing, it, not even the scale, if you're only focusing on one of the things that you just mentioned, even just looking in the mirror and taking progress pictures, if that's all you're tracking, I think that could be disappointing too. Like, look at your measurements. You may not physically be able to see it just yet in three months, but your measurements have gone down. That's why we use multiple tools to show progress is because one so one alone isn't always the best. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure that your actions are aligning with your goals. Make sure that you're not losing sight of your goal just to chase numbers and that you're really looking at the big picture and what you actually want. And then you're actually behaving in that way of the person that you have to become in order to achieve those types of goals. And be okay with living in spaces that make you uncomfortable because you're sacrificing that for the long-term goal. Be okay with putting on a little bit of body fat along with some muscle to reach your long-term goal instead of sitting in this vicious cycle of putting on weight and taking it off. And, you know, we call it yo-yoing, right? The reality is, is that you need to have a perspective shift and a mindset shift in order to really achieve all the things that you want to do. And the problem isn't really your weight. The problem is your mindset and how you're thinking about the goal and how you're approaching the goal. With that being said, if you enjoyed this episode, click subscribe, give us five stars, write a review, share this with a friend, and you'll hear us next week. 